Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about relationships. We are going to talk about the relationship between the black man and the beautiful black woman, right? That's going to be today's conversation. Um, I don't know, family. I think maybe some weeks back, uh, we had a conversation and we had a guest on the show. And um, the name of the video, right? Was um, if you just want to live off your bitch, just say so, right? That was the title that we came up with, you know, because that was a profound statement that the guest at the time continued to make, right? And you know, during the comments of that conversation, you know, because the the position was that for for a man in a relationship. For a man in a marriage, right? He got to be paying all the bills. He got to take on. He got to take on them bills. If not 100%, 90. If not 90, 80. If not 80, 70% of the bills. But you know, in a relationship, Right in the marriage, in my estimate, right in this platform's humble opinion, don't know a woman, don't know wife, don't know living girlfriend, have any business going 50 50 on bills, right? So, yeah, you know, we're gonna have that conversation because you know, like I was going to allude to earlier, and one of the comments. Right, the brother said, you know, in this day and time, he can't even conceive how a man can pay all the bills by himself, right? He just kind of like couldn't he said, Man, I, I can't see it. Like, you know, it sounds good, you know. A lot of us as men, as he was saying, you know, we we would like to pay all the bills for our woman, but we just can't afford it. We need the woman's help and keeping the household together as far as the bills is concerned, right? So this conversation is going to be like some free game. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to put on, you know, we're going to have to take off the history hat, right? And we're going to take off uh, the hat of what's going on in the media today and the news today and on different platforms today. And we're going to put the relationship hat on, right? And I got to conduct myself as Uncle VJ, right? It's going to be Uncle VJ <laughs> in, uh, in today's conversation, all right? How about that, right? You know, um, if we just go back, right? If we go back, you know, um, when Big Mama carried us to the church house, you know, a lot of us in the village, a lot of us in the camp, right? In the black community, our first introduction into relationships was through the Adam and Eve story, right? That's the first time we... We seen a couple, we viewed a couple, we read about a couple, and believe it or not, family, in that that oral story, that Jewish tradition, that biblical text with the Adam and Eve story, there is a lot of powerful information in there. And um, 
the way that the setup was in that relationship between Adam and Eve and that marriage between Adam and Eve, there's a lot of things that went on in that biblical text that we as men can use today in our own households, right? We can we can use those very same principles, those very same setups today. Because again, a brother was saying, look, he didn't, he don't see how, you know, a man can pay all the bills in this day and time. He couldn't, he couldn't conceive it, right? But again, you know, Real Black Content Forum podcast, our platform is coming from a position that, brother, if you got a spot, you want to, you marry, you got a live-in woman. If you need help paying those bills, beloved, you living outside your means, right? And then we're just going to have that. We're going to have that conversation today. And we're going to touch on that point a little later, right? The biblical text, though. The Adam and Eve story, right? The thing about that story is this. Because there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of takeaways in that story, right? First thing first. There's two stages in Adam life. Right? There's single Adam. And then there's married adam right and adam just didn't just didn't get a wife it was a process before he got a wife there was things that took place before he got a wife and there was a certain status in life that he was at before he got a wife right the first things first and if we go to break it down step by step right adam and this is the character from the biblical text, right? Adam knew himself first. Before he got a wife, he knew himself. Before he got a wife, Adam knew his creator. Before he got a wife, Adam had a place to stay. Before he got a wife, Adam had a job. And then before he got a wife on that job, that Adam had in that garden he had a schedule to his job his schedule was to what work the day which is 12 hours and work those 12 hours for 6 days right and then Adam was instructed to take that one day off get you some rest bro you've been grinding all week get you some rest right now beloved whether you just paid attention to what just happened that formula that Adam used in that Jewish biblical text, what we all learned when Big Mama carried us to the church house. We everybody know this story. This is the easiest story to make as a foundation to have a conversation on. Adam put in 72 hours a week. Adam. Then after that, then he got a wife. You see, that those principles that was used then. That formula that was used then, it works now, right? Adam knew his creator. He knew himself. He had a place to stay. He had a job. He had a schedule. After those things, was, then he got a wife and that wife was brought into what he already had, right? That is excellent information. That is excellent information of how that is the steps and process of getting a wife, right? And I'm going to point something out as well. You know, before Adam got that wife, 
you know what I'm saying? Your wife is just the female version of yourself. Because what the most high power did, he just gave Adam back himself. He didn't come up with he just gave the man back himself. Right? So when Adam looked at his wife, he seen himself. He seen the female version of himself. When Eve looked at her husband, Adam, she seen the male version of herself. So that's a key point in relationships. When you see your wife, right? Because the, the original names was Ish and Isha. In English, of course, we say Adam and Eve. But when Ish looked at Isha, he seen the female version of himself. And on this platform, this is why we encourage our brothers and sisters. Like, yo, when you look at your wife, if you had to draw yourself or write yourself or create yourself as a female, your wife should be the female version of you. You are splitting image. And as a wife, if you was able to draw a man, right, paint a man, picture a man, create a man, your husband should be the male version of you. So Big Mama took that and she said, y'all got to be equally yoked, right? The problem is that we're having in our relationships is that men are not picking the female version of them. They're picking something very different than themselves, right? You know, see, Adam and Eve was equal when it came to the arena of sex. Adam wasn't able to go all through the, you know, go all through the garden and just knock down the animals and just freak off and then after he freaked off with everything in the jungle he gonna come back and come back to his wife and no it didn't work that way when eve was brought to him eve didn't get an opportunity to go all through the huh let me show you what the garden looked like and you can go freak out with some of these animals and then once you mess with everything in the jungle you're gonna come back to your husband and you'll be ready no it wasn't like that they was on the same playing field sexually See, that's how the devil gets you. He paints this picture that young men got to go sow their royal oats. No, that's not so, beloved. No, that's not. That's not where we come from in our camp. That's not our village. That's not our teaching. You know, we don't use women as instruments of pleasure. And just we going to sample this and sample that. You just get you one and you're just going to sit down. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. But, you know, oftentimes, though, I just had to touch on this because a lot of brothers that's married... You know, they think it's cool to have 20 and 30 sexual partners and then go pick a woman that got two and three sexual partners. And then two years down the line in the marriage, he says, well, she always tired. She don't want to have sex. She's she don't have the energy. I'm like, beloved, some things is not sexuality. The young lady only had she made her sex drive. Maybe not be high like yours. If you 20, 30 women deep because you just running around in the world. Beloved, maybe you, you as a man, you got to pick the female version of you. Maybe you should have picked the woman that been around with 20, 30 men and y'all could have been more compatible. You know what I'm talking about? So all this stuff about having a woman with a low body count, brother, if you want a woman with a low body count, you should have a low body count. But maybe again, maybe that's a different story for a different day. That formula, though, that was used by Ish. Or as we say, Adam, back in the day, that, that'll work today. Right? So as parents, part of our responsibility as parents is to groom our children to be spouses. Yeah, talking to them about what they're going to do when they graduate high school is cool. Talking to them about going to college is cool. Talking to them about going to, you know, getting a job when they graduate high school, that's cool. 
talking to them about going to the United States Devils military. That's cool. But most importantly, mate selection, that's the most valuable conversation you're going to have with your children. Mate selection. Spouse selection. Right? So, in this spouse selection process, dating, courting, right? Us as parents, we have to instruct, especially many of us that have sons, how to put him in a position to take on a family, to acquire a wife, right? So all I can do is give you the game that my pops gave me. You know, my pops always spoke to me, you know, because, you know, when a man speaks, he's going to sow two things with this conversation. He's going to sow weeds or he's going to sow wheat and they're going to grow. There's a lot of activities that we do because somebody sold that seed into us. It was a weed. You know, you know, when you get you a wife, man, once you take care of your family, you can get you a woman on the side. When somebody sold that into you, that's a weed. Right. You can go out there, beloved. You don't need to marry nobody. Just, you know, you can get her pregnant. You ain't got to marry her to be a father. You can just be a baby daddy. See, somebody sold into you a weed. Right. But we have to come back and pull out those weeds and sow wheat into you. We got to sow productivity into you. We got to sow the good seed, right? My pops sowed the seed into me. So every time he would speak to me, when he used to talk about in the future, he would say, when you get you a family, do A, B, and C. When you get you a family, do A, B, and C. When you get you a family, do A, B, and C. He spoke that into me all the time, right? The most important thing that my pops taught me, he said, listen, you know, when you get you a woman, when you get you a wife, you know, when you go buy your home, and this, I'm a teenager now. He gave me this conversation. I'm a teenager. He said, man, you know, you never base or pick a home off what y'all do together as a couple. He said, you never do that with a woman. You don't do that. You base everything off what you make as a man. You base everything off of your paycheck. Brothers, I'm talking to you now. Listen now. Everything that you're doing when you're in a relationship is, is based off your income. What you make. Period. That's it. My pops used to always say, listen, because one thing about a woman, if y'all get into it, number one, that wife, she can always go back to mama house. She can always y'all have a knockdown drag out argument things getting shaky i'm out of here i'm gone and if you didn't base everything off your income you stopped because you needed her income to survive number two if you got a wife and she is in that childbearing age which in these days and time right to be totally honest childbearing age is 20s 30s 40s and we see women now early 50s still having babies because these folks living to be 80 something years old these days what you know when my big mama then was coming up childbearing age was like teenage years they be having kids 15 and up all the way to their 20s then their 30s they weren't having no kids in their 40s no more this is when big mama then was coming up but the information the knowledge wisdom and understanding about this human body it's expanded so now women having kids man goddamn 40s mid 40s you know what i'm saying late 40s no problem 
You know what I mean? And then they living well until they 80, 80 something years old. That's a beautiful thing, right? But brothers, we talking, we having a conversation. When you go get a spot, we gonna do it like Adam. You base everything off your pay, your household, whether you got an apartment or a crib already. You know what I'm saying? Your job, what you make, and if you do it, the blueprint, the way that Adam made up, the way that Big when Big Mama took us to the church house, that formula still works today. Cause see, this is the thing black men got to understand. You know, that man, based on that formula, right? We're talking about Ish and Isha or Adam and Eve. That man works 72 hours a week. You ain't gonna get much. Black man, listen to me now. In the wilderness, North America. Talking about some you working 40 hours a week. I personally don't know anybody that's living good, that always got money and keep money, and they're working 40 hours. That's damn near for a man. That's damn near part-time. 72 hours. Because some men say, I don't see how they got how these guys pay all these bills by themselves. I'm telling you how. They basing everything off their pay. Right? When you meet that woman, that future wife, you already got a job. You already got a place to stay. So now during the dating and courting process, your only job is to talk to this woman, get to know this woman, love this woman, and then let that woman know what your lifestyle looks like, what your way of life look like, you know, what it was like being with you without her income. She got to be able to see what is life with you without her income. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to date on your level. That's all. You you got to date on your level, man. If a woman want to work, I'm talking about your wife now. Working for wives, especially black women, they didn't. They need a break, man. We got to give our sisters a break. It should be optional. And when they do get that job, let them be responsible for bills that they go out in the world and make themselves. You know what I'm saying? So if they want to run out and get them a car note, that's their business. If they want to run out and get them that um these Macy cards and you know, like my wife, she got one of these these Saks Fifth cards, you know what I'm saying? They want to run out and get all that Dillards and whatever, that's their business. Let them they cool with that. But when it comes to that that household, don't let them do nothing in the household. That's on you. Men, we just got to be men. That's on you. And if you find yourself happen to have your wife's paycheck, I'm talking about the run of the household. You living outside your means, bro. You way outside of you need a woman's paycheck to help keep shit going around in your crib. Bro, you you living way outside of your means. You know what I'm saying? Look, check this out. I got a formula I use, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, my pops gave me the game. So I I started off with an apartment first. Right. Keep in mind, you know what I'm saying? Um, I left I left my pop's crib when I was like 2021. 20, That's when I first went on my own. Right. And then my wife at the time, we I mean, we young. She was like, you know what I'm saying? She's like 19. You know what I mean? So everything again, of course, is off my check. My apartment, everything, the apartment, we got the whole nine. No matter what she do or what if she worked or didn't work, it didn't matter. We're going to excel through life off my check. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, you know, you can't get yourself in the position where because some of these women are like 
they're very professional. You know what I mean? They got everybody's a nurse now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's in a because that healthcare industry, it got a lot of our sisters on that payroll. So they CNAs, they nurses, they traveling nurses, they doctors. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they uh, they cooking up the drugs. Uh, no, I don't want to say it that way. They like pharmacy techs, right? That's the proper way to say it. They pharmacy techs, and then they working in the their pharmacists. You know, they're making good money at this medical field, right? And you know, she's you know, you, you know, your wife may come to you and say, you know, baby, I want a bigger house. I want this. I want that. And I don't worry about it, baby. I'll help you. I help you. You know, every man can do it his own way. I just would encourage you, brother. Don't. Put everything on your check Whatever she make Let her keep it They ain't gonna do nothing But you know I don't wanna stereotype But most of these women They take these checks They go to these malls They have a good time They just You know <laughs> That's what they do Beloved But we just gotta get back to men You know Paying the bills All the bills And we gotta get back to You know Men We're bringing the women in To our environment Right and that's how you know if a woman is not comfortable living off your check, beloved, you know, you might have to, you know, you might have to do what you have to do in that situation. Let me say it that way. right? That's the housing situation. When it comes to transportation, here's another formula that I live by. Right. Two cash cars equal one car. note. Right. That's the formula, man. I'm talking to the original man now, right? Two cash cars equals the opportunity to get that one car note. So you're a young man, you're in your 20s. You're starting off in your own spot. I would encourage every young man, get you a cash car first. Get you some three, four grand first, pay it off, get that title. Put some work in the car, get it straight. Get you another cash car. Now you got two cars. Whether you're in your apartment or you're in your house. That costs another, you know, anywhere between four to eight or nine thousand dollars. Pay cash for it. Right? Now, once you get your second cash car, you got two titles. If you want to, now you can treat yourself to what? A car note. If you just want to ride clean and get you something brand new. You're ready to do it because you got two cars already out front. And now you're a single man with three cars in that apartment, in that home, whatever the case may be. That's how we want to do it. I hate to see young men start the game off with a car note. No, 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 man. Don't start off with no car note. Own that car. Now, that formula is going to really work when you get you a wife. You know what I'm saying? Because you drive the cars that's the cash cars. You let the wife get the new car. And then when you pay that off, right? The new car, you sell one of the cash cars, then you get another. That's how you always, if you're going to keep a car note, you always keep your two paid for cars. Just in case something happened, you lose your job, you get laid off or something, you could let them folks tell them devils, they can come get this car, they can take it back. But you got to always, as a man, you got to have you some cars to make sure you can get to work, bro. You know what I'm talking about? We ain't riding horses, daddy-o. <laughs> Them days is over. Yeah, we can do an Uber. Yeah, we can jump. You no, know, we can get a dollar cab. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can jump on the freight. 
we can we can ride that bus you know what i'm talking about we can jump on dot but you know these winters get a little cold in michigan they get a little cold in the midwest and you know these we you know when you get down to that rural south man they they you know they public transportation that shit don't run like it run in big cities they don't it's just not the same thing you know you get down to bubblegum alabama some goddamn where you know what i'm saying uh uh nigga keep running mississippi hey man they you know they bus system don't run like that it's hard to get an uber down there like that they ain't they ain't like big cities you we take advantage of a lot of stuff in big cities it gets a little different in a smaller city so i encourage my brothers listen bring that woman into your world bring that woman into your quality of life that's what the dating and courting is about and that sister she should be able to look around in your apartment you know what i'm saying she should be able to look around you know and just to be able to see okay you know this is somewhere i can see myself if i'm not working and then while she's working let her stack her own paper you know what i mean if she want to run around because our sisters love um they have a um a heart for decorating the home you know she gonna run around and buy the bedroom sets probably in the living room because she ain't got no other bills you know what i'm saying she just gonna you know it's nothing like having a black woman work her job and keep her check and she knows in her soul she doesn't have to work if she doesn't want to right because i'm gonna let you in on a little secret when i hear husbands complain about sex most of the times that be the brothers who their wives gotta work so she gotta wash clothes clean the house run around take care of these children then go hit the clock for 40 hours a week then get off the job and come home and jump in the bed and be a porn star bro that ain't happening most men that don't you know that uh don't push their wives to no job they sex lives is always better and then you know just on another note just i'm gonna be real with you this this is a adult conversation you can't you got to be careful about pushing these women to these jobs anyway because that's what most of these women that's where they meet these side niggas at anyway they meet these <laughs> they meet these side niggas at these jobs man you be pushing these women to the day yeah, you need to go to get to work yeah she gonna go to work she gonna get a paycheck she gonna get something else too while she up there because the way this you know is set up in america you know you pushing these women to the they spend more time at these jobs than they do at the crib with you because that's the that's how it works up in a you know when you come to michigan they got the hub and at the crib and you go to chrysler general motors ford any other big three uh you know all the sisters at the post office they might work at that you know that reserve base up there they're in the military they uh work for the educational system you know what i'm saying dps you know they're educated they work at the schoolhouse hey they spend so much time at these jobs hey man they that's where they they meet they work husband at the job then they come home and they got you know what i'm saying like because <laughs> i'm just being real with you man they, that's what's maybe that's a different story for a different day because our people ain't ready for no real talk you know what i'm saying everybody gonna have them somebody they gonna be perfect and all this shit i get it i, I know you guys watch tv everything is how i, I get it at the end of it all I'm just saying, beloved, we got to have a formula. And whatever formula we got, we got to give our formula to the children, to the babies first. Because we want our sons to be able to pull in and get them a wife, right? Pull in and get a wife and not have to push that wife to no job. Let's 
get back to having our women staying at the house, raising children, being creative. Let them chase after their passions and their dreams. And then with that formula, beloved, you know, you know, we'll be able to build a greater and brighter future for our people. Right. How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content is one podcast, man. It's Big VJ. I get it with you guys later. Peace.